Welcome. I'm Angela Bryant, and you're listening to The Angel Rated Show, where we have inspiring conversations with the people behind the products and services most often used by online business owners. On the show, you'll hear how their personal beliefs and values have influenced their businesses. If you're an online entrepreneur who wants to know about the integrity and impact of the businesses you're buying from, then this is the show for you. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Angel Rated Show. I'm Angela Bryant, and with me today, I have Michelle Ponvert. Michelle is a branding and website designer with 12 years of design experience, specializing in working with mother and baby businesses. So Michelle lives with her husband and what I'm told is an adorable two-year-old in Paris, very far from her native Australia or her adoptive homeland of America. And she balances serving her clients and being a hands-on mum. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's great to have you here. Do you want to just start by telling us your story, I guess, about how you ended up doing what you're doing now and where you are now? Sure. So uh, in school, I wasn't traditionally great at the, you know, science and maths, but I always loved being creative and I really liked problem solving. So I ended up doing studies in film and theatre and ended up getting an MFA, a master's in film for set design. And I had, you know, stars in my eyes. I lived in Hollywood at the time and I worked on TV sets and film sets and it was really exciting But I had kind of a year or two in and I had this moment of pause where I saw all these women who I admired with Oscars and Emmys and doing this amazing work with lives I didn't want. And I saw that they had broken homes or, you know, weren't very close to their kids. And I just couldn't rectify that feeling of this being off in in me. So my husband's visa was running out and we weren't quite married yet, but we uh, met in film school. He's French and his visa was running up and we decided to just take the leap and move to France. This is six years ago now. And I didn't really know what I was going to do with life at that point. I just knew that film wasn't it, that I wasn't going to be able to be a really hands-on parent the way I wanted to be when kids did eventually show up. And I kind of set upon this journey to figure out what I wanted to do with myself and what I wanted to contribute to the world. And I worked for a couple of small businesses in Paris, which really taught me a lot about customer service, about you know helping small businesses with marketing, and I ended up working on their websites quite a lot, which I adored. And so when I was let go during my maternity leave, I had another moment of pause And I was sort of at this crossroads again, like, okay, do I go and find yet another job or do I try and make something for myself? And so I took some time. I took a boot camp in user experience design and started retraining myself really how to make websites properly the way that they need to be made to work for businesses. And I launched my own little business and I decided to specialize in working with parents and baby businesses because I had had a very tough time during my pregnancy and postpartum with my son. I actually had a lifelong medical phobia, which made pregnancy kind of my Everest to overcome. And I just really couldn't find the right support for a long time to get through that fear and the 
decision to become pregnant was like, okay, I need to fix this. So I did eventually find some really great support. But postpartum, I again, really struggled to find people. And I spent like hours, days, night Googling who to help me with, you know, our latch issues and his sleep problems and all sorts of like little odds and ends. And it just kept hitting me that this shouldn't be that hard. There's so many resources out there. There's so many people with, you know, amazing services and, you know, products, resources, things out there to help. And it was harder than it should be to find them. So when I decided I wanted to work on websites, I was like, what is better than trying to help these awesome businesses be found by parents who are struggling like I was and trying to kind of help them be where everyone's looking these days, which is online. What an amazing journey. I just, I just <laughs> yeah, I, so much of that I can, I mean, not so much the being a parent side, but the that idea of just being in an industry that has that glitz and glamour associated with it and then mm-hmm. I love that phrase about taking a pause and just having <laughs> that time to rethink and yeah change direction and yeah, yeah what you've just shared about those fears and overcoming it is I, I can imagine exactly parents going through that and googling <laughs> late at night and desperately trying to find the information you want to help you uh, it's amazingly hard to to get your head straight when you are tired and stressed and you just need help and you you really at your most vulnerable I think in those early early days and it it's a shame because we have generations of parents out there who have the information we need I mm. just love the idea of helping it be found more easily and, and really easy to consume because that thing about user mm-hmm. experience then is going to be even more important yeah. for people who are yeah tired or stressed yeah. or. <laughs> Under every, looking you know. on a phone holding a baby half asleep yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> so yeah that I mean that really explains that the background and the why behind what you're doing so wh- where do you see your where do you see this business heading is this what you want to be doing longer term is it you know yeah, have you got I, plans for it five years down the line <laughs> um I think I always want to keep the focus really clear for myself which is I'm building something so that I can build the life I want with my son my family. So I always want to keep that in the forefront. And I think the further I go, the more I'd like to be able to focus on really supporting those really lovely clients who want to have that same goal to have happy home, happy business. And I think just really trying to hone in on working only with those like dreamy perfect clients would be amazing. And maybe down the line expanding and and having a couple of other designers under my wing would be would be lovely Mm. so tell us about the sort of values in your business you've obviously they're very strong and I'm sure they're all (laughs) going to be linked to everything you've said but what what underpins how you approach business yeah so I I really believe in empathy as we work on things particularly when they are around something so sensitive as new parents and new children and family and I think it's a huge part of creating successful design as well that really taking a moment to understand the other people in the equation and the other people in our interactions can have such a hugely beneficial impact on the results that we come up with so I really believe in of websites being for the consumer and not for the business, of my process working with clients really being about serving them the best way I can and just having that sense of putting myself in other people's shoes and helping my clients do that as well. 
Oh my gosh, I am addicted to learning. I think that it's something that can never end. And it's so funny. I, I really hated traditional school and I only started to love learning once I got into higher education and it is just exploded out of me since then. And I think maybe it's the fact, like the, I was about to say a French word, the way that we, <laughs> the way that we learn is it's so much more immersive and things like I hated French in school actually being here and learning it in the environment in the context has been much easier and much more enjoyable and I think so much of the way I learn is experiential and being able to just be in something and get my hands messy and you know really dig into it and do it myself has been great and I think figuring out how you learn can really unlock how to make it exciting and work for you and something I hope to be able to pass on to my son because I, I really did hate school and now it's like my favorite thing to learn. I think it, you know, no one's past that point of <laughs> no redemption. We can all love learning if you just find the way that works for you because our brains are all different and we need to just learn how to feed them the way they want to be fed. Absolutely. And I think that that comes with websites, with online courses and everything. People teach mm -hmm. in so many different ways and you really need to understand your own learning style to know what style is going to work for you to gather that information that's going to work 100%. best for you. Yeah. And that makes sense, too, with the way that we structure our websites. When we're looking at certain types of audiences, we want to make sure it's in the the way that they can consume what you have to offer best. So it's really, again, about empathy and compassion of like understanding who this is for and what they need you to be able to provide for them to really get the most out of it. Mm. Is there something you wish you'd known when you were first starting out in business that you could share? Uh, I think marketing is always something that's bigger than you think it will be. And I'm learning to find the parts of it that I like best. And I think it's always going to be a process. But I was a bit surprised by how much of my energy goes into marketing and finding that right fit of how to put my business out into the world. I don't think I'd do anything differently, but I think it would have been less of a shock <laughs> to realize it is just like a lot of the, the work we do as small businesses. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive amount. It's just mm -hmm. is, is sharing and talking about what you're doing. And yeah, people <laughs> I don't think appreciate quite how much goes into it from that point of view. Yeah. So you've talked a bit about your this sort of view about being a global citizen and the fact you've moved around a lot. Tell us a bit about your life as an expat, where you've been, where you've lived, how these oh, different God. countries compare. <laughs> um, yes. So I was born in Australia and I say I'm Australian because that's where I'm born, but I've never felt that connected to any one particular culture. My dad is British. He moved as a teenager to Australia. And I think my parents just have like the travel bug. So we moved a ton growing up for them to you know, experience the world. We lived in Africa for a little bit. We moved to England for my mom to give birth because we were in Africa when she was pregnant. Uh, we moved to California, back to Australia and sort of hopped around. And I think the sort of main anchors for me culturally have been Australia and America. And those are the places that I think have formed most of who I am. But I do have a strong cultural tie to England and that experience because I have so much family over there. And my dad is British. And I think they're all so similar and they're all so different. And I think it's it's been such a strange experience now being, quote unquote, truly 
an outsider in France. You know, I don't speak the language. I am not from here. But every time I've lived in one of these other cultures where I speak English and I should integrate, I've oddly felt even more foreign than I do here because you're meant to fit in. Like as an Australian with the accent I have, moving to America, I was meant to be fine because we're used to that and we speak English and everything is, you know, familiar-ish. And yet that was so much more of a jarring experience to get used to than here where I was expecting to be different and I was expecting people to trip up on my accent. And oddly, that was like a really lovely experience to be like, oh, they recognize I'm foreign. That's great. It's, so, it's really, yeah. it's, that's very much about managing expectations, isn't it? And the expectation versus reality and not quite lining up. So how are you finding it in France? I love it here. I, I, I don't think there's anywhere perfect, but I do think there is something to be said about the lifestyle here, that there is a, a cultural respect for lifestyle. And I really resonate with that, that there is time for family and that that is respected and that taking time to slow down is important. And growing up in these slightly more Americanized ways, it's it's been something to shake off, but I've been really happy to to make that kind of effort and try and enjoy life a little bit more. And I mean, I can't say anything about the food. It's amazing. So I won't, I won't complain about that either. No, definitely not. So have you picked up any new hobbies or anything else over in France? I have. It's got nothing to do with France, but I became an avid knitter since I moved here. I love creating and doing things with my hands. And I think it was my mum who just suggested it when we first moved and I didn't know anyone that didn't speak any French yet. And I have knitted like 20 sweaters and I just love it. It's so kinetic and creative. So <laughs> oddly enough, being in France is really associated with knitting for me. It, it, I think it's one of those hobbies that so many people took up during lockdown. I know I did during lockdown. Mm. It was like, I need to do something where I'm not staring at my screen, where I'm exactly. doing, you know, I'm staring at my screen all day, every day for social mm-hmm. events, for everything. I need to do a hobby where I'm not looking at screens. So yeah. I think, and you can see your progress, which is really rewarding. Yeah, fantastic. So is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners about who you are, your beliefs, your values, anything else about your business? I mean, I think we covered a lot of it. I really do. I value being able to engage with people who are open to engaging and, and really sharing. And I come into this world of business very open and I really respect other people who do that too and it can be a bit scary to be open in the online world but I'm I'm going into all of this with faith that you know being open and hopefully as considerate and kind as I can be I'll be met with that in return and I want to encourage anyone else who's feeling a bit nervous about putting themselves out there to also just you know trust that most people have good intentions and and want the best absolutely so, i've definitely found yeah. the online world to be full of pe- very loving caring supportive people in the main absolutely it has yeah it's been really really lovely to see and especially as someone who's a bit nervous about it it's really nice to see fantastic so how can people follow you get hold of you tell us a bit more about your business well, obviously, my website is my <laughs> favorite place for people to come and hang out with me. So it's michelleponvert.com, Pontvert, P-O-N-T-V-E-R-T. I know that's always tricky for people. Um, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram, same Michelle Ponvert. Um, and I do have a little free gift if anyone is 
with their website and feeling a little bit lost of what to do with it. So I've put together this DIY website guide to help you have a look at your website and do kind of an audit of it and figure out what's not working for it and fix it. So I've got a really easy to work through guide and a video walkthrough for those people who prefer a more visual walkthrough, different styles of learning, um, to just help you kind of take a look at your site, figure out these top things to help it work a bit harder for you and get those going. So amazing. Yeah. And that's at my website. So michelleponvert.com slash DIY dash website dash audit. Fantastic. We will add those links to the show notes so everyone can find them because, yeah, that definitely sounds like something that would be incredibly useful for people. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us, Michelle. It's been lovely getting to know you and finding out a bit more about your your life and your business and what drives you and, yeah, just getting to know a bit more about you. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. No, you're very welcome. So you can read the show notes from this episode. They're at angelrated.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd obviously love you to subscribe to the show and to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with all your online business friends. The Angel Rated Show is brought to you by Angel Rated, the independent directory and review site for all the products, courses and services used by online business owners. It's the best place to find the perfect product for the next stage of your business or personal growth. Learn more and list your business free of charge at angelrated.com.